Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, where our hearts are our master. A production of CosmicReality.com. And welcome to Cosmic Reality. It is February 20th, 2024. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard. And Walt is still not here. Um, um, oh, oh, whoa, oh, 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 Walt, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Wait, wait, wait. wait. wait okay. Wait, wait. Talk to me. Oh, hello. Okay. Hold <laughs> Es que acaba de empezar el show. No, es una cosa rápida. Si para meterse oír el show, se meten por el teléfono. Sí, por el teléfono. ¿Es tu madre? ¿Y con qué nombre? Ay, no tenés que meterte en el internet. Ah, ahora ya está entonces. Ok. Sorry about that. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you, and we could so, hear your mother. <laughs> is your mother home? No, she's at she's in, at the facility. She was asking me about uh, what do you call it, listening to the show. But I just said to her, you have to use the you have to use the internet uh, on the, on the on the phone, so that you can go to the Cosmic Reality page and listen to. <clears throat> That's the way you have to do it. Sorry about that. Oh, so she's trying to listen to the show. She's not trying to listen to the show, but I, I, I have to show her that you have to open up the browser. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that, Instructions. Yes. That's the way. Yeah. That's the way. <laughs> well, do you want to? Do you want to try helping her out? And Dolly and I'll just talk until you get back. Okay, no problem. Okay, so you mute yourself, get her on okay. online, and so she can have a nice time visiting with you while you're not even at the place, <laughs> hearing your voice. Okay, so, um, oh, Dolly, where are we? Uh, um, we're- uh, you're in Miami, and I'm in Palm Bay, and we both are on the internet in the radio station. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it is kind of cold. Are you cold up there? Oh, yes. I'm so tired of being cold. I could just spit. Wow. Well, we, I, we've had to have the heat on. Oh, I've had it on. And I'm, what, three hours, three and a half hours away from it? South, or? yeah. 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 Uh, we shouldn't complain, though. I mean, what is it? I think it got down to 55 last night, maybe. Yeah, yeah, in the 50s. Probably more, more up there, because you get, you know, you get right. colder. Right, <laughs> I, I can't get much farther south and, and being still in the United States, so. <laughs> I know I shouldn't complain, but it doesn't stop me. <laughs> I remember the cold up north, the minus degrees up north 
uh, and the car door, if you got it open from being frozen, you can't shut it because it's still frozen. You got to hold the damn car door so it'll stay closed while you're driving. And I had a five speed, so I'm trying oh. to shift and hold the door and not slip on the ice. And God knows who was using the steering wheel. What do you mean? Well, I didn't have three hands. I only had oh. a hand oh. for the door, a hand for the gear shift, and I didn't have a hand for the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you know about boiling water? Yes, but then somebody told me if you keep doing that, you're going to break your window. I said, "What about my my uh keyhole?" Oh, well, you can do it on the keyhole, but uh, but as soon as I opened the door, because it would be like minus 20 degrees, as soon as I opened the door, got it open from the boiling water, it, and I put water on the latch so hopefully it would close, it would freeze immediately. Oh, wow. Yeah. You must well, have been getting colder, colder weather than I was. Oh, we had terrible cold weathers. Terrible. I remember one time in Massachusetts going up to, uh, I guess it was probably Vermont, maybe New Hampshire, I'm not sure. But um, we were going to go skiing, and I was still in Massachusetts, and I got out of the car because I wasn't driving. I was getting in with somebody, and I had a bottle of wine uh -huh. in my hand. And as I got out of the car and watched that bottle of wine freeze within a matter of not even a minute. Isn't wine not supposed to freeze? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's how cold it gets. <laughs> oh, wow. And I thought to myself, and I'm going to go out skiing in this weather? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I still don't understand how anything like wine could freeze that fast. It Your was eyeballs a would freeze coming down the hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you were being born in Massachusetts was a mistake, wasn't it? No, I didn't get born in Massachusetts. I got born in New York. Oh, I thought you were you were from Massachusetts. Well, no, my parents moved there when I was about three. Oh. Did yeah. you see where the truckers are not going to deliver to New York because what they did to Trump? And... um. Uh, some of the businesses are definitely moving out of New York because of that reason, what the court system did to Trump and the boys. Well, uh, the only thing I heard was that there was a report. And then somebody said that it was based on something that a trucker posted as we should not do this, not we should get to get not. He wasn't trying to organize anybody. He was just saying we should just not go to New York, you know, that type of thing. Uh -huh. Are you hearing that it's more than that? They're actually organizing to do yeah. that? Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh -huh. well, I heard what happened in 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 Holland where the all the all the uh, what do you call it? All the farmers won. They, they won against the government. What did they do? Well, in in Holland, they were the, the the government was trying to control the farmers and they were trying to regulate them and tell them what to do and what not to do and uh, everything. They wanted to be in control of everything. 
and the farmers not to hell with that. You, we're not going man. to do. We're not going to do what you want. And so the I, I saw the videos were like, wow, there must have been about a thousand people. No, million people. They know. they have they filled uh, all the all the avenues. You know, all the all the vehicles. Because they, they re the people literally rebelled against everything the government wanted to do. So I saw the 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 video on the on what do you call it uh, and you in in the Facebook where they they won they the 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 government had had to cave in. Because well, you need to send me links when you see that like that. So, well, the, so uh, the way I understand it is that they were coming down with regulations that essentially would put them out of business. You couldn't use diesel tractors. You couldn't use fertilizer. You couldn't, couldn't, couldn't. So you're saying that the uh, government has rescinded the intention. I don't know that it ever yeah. got to be a law. Um, yeah, yeah, they. Uh, let me see. If, let me see. I, I, maybe if I can pick up what do you call it? The video. Log in. The site where you went. Yeah, it's in. As I found, let's say it was a Facebook thing. Okay. Okay. Because what happened was that um, <coughs> Holland, the Netherlands, they began to the farmers began to take the tractors out and then apparently the truck drivers got with them a whole bunch of activists got with them and um now it's in france i mean they're having the same thing in france and all over europe they're having it in germany my <clears throat> peter's sister couldn't get home because everything was locked down the trains everything um so it's it's you know the whole their whole concept of world taking over the world is just disintegrating around them because the people are saying no we're not going to do this this is insane but what it also seems to be is an unraveling of the climate crisis you know because all of these regulations were supposedly based on the climate crisis which is bogus and now there's an awful lot of climatologists who are saying this is bogus and i uh, was all right, here it the EU has surrendered to the farmers. Okay, can you play it and see if it'll come over? Uh, hold on, let me see. I guess you are you hearing it? Yep. Is it the e no, no, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's not coming. Yeah, turn it off. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let, let me see. Uh, I want to see if I can. Okay, how can I share this? Copy the link and put it in the chat room then. That's what I want hear. to do. That's yeah. what I want to do. Okay. That's the best we can do with it. But that's yeah. excellent news. That's really good news. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the truckers not going to New York City would be like the death bell for New York. Yeah. These people, I would think. I mean, the the mayor there of New York said this. Uh, it, you know, the, the 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 he didn't use the word, but the invasion by illegal aliens is going to uh, destroy the city. 
And right now that city is in terrible, terrible strait because I was listening to uh, the five and Janine was saying that they and and somebody else had made a reference to it, that there was some kind of a riot or beat up thing right two two blocks from the Fox building. Wow. Janine is so afraid now. She said, I won't I won't walk out the building. She's going to live in the building. Well, I don't know that she's living in the building, but she's probably got a car waiting for her when she walks out the door. Oh. Because <laughs> I, I thought the same thing. Is she what? living there? <laughs> yeah. she, she'd have to have her dogs there, too, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So do you remember anything else that was uh, pertinent to that uh, video, Walt? I'm, 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 I'm trying, I'm to, trying s- to share it with you. Uh, with your page in Facebook so that you can grab it and put it on the show. I can't do that. If I try to to play it, for some reason, it just doesn't come over Skype very well. Um, I have to download it into my computer and then edit it and then put it back up. Okay, got it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, and we don't get, I mean, the information that we get is, like, you stumbled on it. You know, it's like somebody's got it out there and you stumbled on it. And it's uh, it's just it's just another indicator that the <clears throat> let's say the delusionary reality is crumbling around them. And. Um, but anyway, hey, Nancy, uh, did you announce the show? Yeah. Oh, OK. I didn't. I I didn't remember. I think I did. Yeah, I'm sure I did. Okay. It's a cosmic reality show for anybody that doesn't. Maybe I didn't. (laughs) And the date is February 20, 2024. Yep. Yep. (laughs) So, um, okay, so what would you like to do? You want to try that Willis thing? Yeah, I would like to. Okay, let me just give a little background here. On Saturday night, say what, um, Dolly and I gave a, I thought it was a very good presentation of the soap opera called Fanny Willis, <laughs> because it was, we got caught in the, the legal drama of hearing the case against the person who is indicted President Trump in Georgia, in Fulton County, Georgia, and she's saying that it's a conspiracy. There's 26 other people involved in it, and it doesn't make any sense what she's saying, but she's saying it, and she's doing her thing and causing all sorts of havoc, and all of a sudden, somebody started to find out that she had that the prosecutor she appointed, hired, to try the case is her boyfriend, and that she had given him an extraordinary paycheck and then went on cruises and vacations with him. And they're, they're in this hearing that before a judge trying to explain, well, yes, we went there together, but we never got to be, had any kind of, a, well, they actually used the word intercourse. We did not have intercourse until after he had been chosen by her, but they had known each other for the two years before this. <laughs> it doesn't sound good, you know? Um, but they, they, the whole thing was just 
funnier than could be because it was like one preposterous situation after another, including they brought in her father, who was a character in and of himself. So Dolly, <clears throat> I, get, I, I don't know how you found the information, but you came across even more information that is even more damning, as best as I could see by my you know, quick read of it. So if you know if you feel up to it, let's let's go for it. Okay, uh, Fanny was she's um, trying to accuse Trump of doing all the corruption in the voting stuff. And uh, what other thing did you? Oh, and Fanny's father is a Black Panther. Ex Black when the. Black Panthers were there. He was one of those. Now, in this thing I'm going to read to you, there it refers to RICO, R-I-C-O. I don't know if all of you understand what that is because I didn't. So I looked it up. And from Wikipedia, it says the Racketeering-Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act is what the RICO R-I-C-O initials stand for, is a United States federal law that provides for extended criminal penalties and a civil cause of action for acts performed as part of an ongoing criminal organization. This article primarily covers the federal criminal statute, yada, 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 but since 1972, 33 U.S., covers the federal criminal statute but I I must have not covered copied that it's a long title yes 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 now uh, in the article that I'm going to read to you which I will post the link to for if you a copy for you all so you have it. Here is this for the article I'm going to read. And I have another thing that I copied for you all. Hold on. I want to get all the, the copying of the this of the sites that I went to. This is the Gateway Pundit site Addy address uh, where it talks about mules. So you will have that when you want it, or if you want it. Let me see. Here's this. There you go. There's the sites I wanted you all to have. Now let me get here to this addendum. Okay. This is from... Scott Adams in uh, Twitter, the X, it was posted February 11. He copied what Owen Gregorian had written. So the title of it is Over Half of Fannie Willis's Campaign Contributions Allegedly Tied to Illegal Money Laundering, New Complaint Claims. Soros-funded Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis is now at the center of a scandal involving her campaign finances. 
A new complaint filed alleges that nearly half of Willis's campaign contributions, amounting to approximately $168,000, are linked to illegal activity, including money laundering and identity theft. The Gateway Pundit first reported Fannie Willis's money laundering network back in September 2023. A bombshell investigation has uncovered jaw-dropping connections between Fannie Willis and a sprawling web of election fraud and money laundering activities. This innocent, arrogant woman. The investigation, which spans across multiple states and multiple jurisdictions, has revealed a complex network of illicit operations aimed at undermining the very foundation of our constitutional republic and the rule of law. Sources close to the matter suggest that Willis was a massive beneficiary in the federal and Georgia RICO Enterprises. It appears that she is currently playing a key role in orchestrating a systematic scheme to manipulate election outcomes, what she's accusing Trump of doing, casting doubt on the integrity of the entire electoral process. In the lead-up to the 2022 midterm elections, my team uncovered a massive money laundering network of campaign finance contributions being made via Act Blue. One of the top beneficiaries of this money laundering RICO enterprise was none other than Georgia Senator Raphael Warnock. The Gateway Pundit was the first news organization to cover the massive money laundering network that financed the Raphael Warnock campaign. Wait till I get in the money, y'all. As our ad investigation progressed, we expanded our efforts into other states, such as Missouri, Maryland, Wisconsin, Arizona, and then into every single state. Working with the Epoch Times investigative journalist Stephen Kovac, we made a stunning find. Many of the top Act Blue contributors, with uh, quote marks around the contributors' word, never made the individual contributions. Many of these not employed individual contributors were the victims of a highly sophisticated money laundering scheme. The scheme was further exposed when I provided the data to James O'Keefe and his people at O'Keefe Media Group, who captured many unwitting money laundering smurfs in Maryland. <clears throat> this massive ongoing money laundering operation involves wire fraud, evasion of campaign finance limits, 
structuring of financial transactions, tax fraud, nonprofit fraud, identity theft, and elder abuse. You'll get more explanation as I read along. Be patient. The RICO operation is still in operation today, using the identities of unwitting elderly and other Democrat voters. This massive RICO money laundering enterprise is the fuel for the entire election fraud RICO operation. They were using they were using the people's names. The people didn't even know it. The information on Fannie Willis campaign contributions was obtained directly from the state of Georgia campaign finance database. Uh, I don't know if I copied this. Let me copy this link. And you can go there and find out what I just said. Copy. Where'd y'all go? Oh, here you are. What did they mean when they say they had zero don- don- donor information? Uh, it'll explain it when I get a little further and they can oh, explain it better than me. Okay. Um, I have to find this again. Here we go. The first item we identified in the Fannie Willis campaign finance report was that there were 222 contributions to her campaign that had zero donor information, like where they live, uh, phone numbers, things like that, information about them. It it sounds like it's uh, fake people. It's yes. not even real. No, people. no, it's not fake people. They took the people's names and used them to say that those people donated, contributed, oh. but the people don't know anything about it, and they don't have any money that they could have donated. Oh. Okay, here is another link I forgot about. Here is copy. You can check the names for yourself. Using the FEC campaign finance base. Here, uh, where the chat room go? Yeah, it takes you. It takes you to a page with a with the names of a people, Here's contributor, this. recipient, and state and employer, and all. And it shows the amount of money that they supposedly donated, but. Uh, According to you, these numbers are made up. They never donated anything. Let me read it. Well, okay. Uh, Peter Berniger, a citizen investigator, made the allegations during an interview on the absolute truth with Emerald Robinson, bringing to light what many have feared, a potential widespread fraud using campaign finance systems. According to Berniger, after an extensive review of Willis's campaign donations, he discovered discrepancies that suggest the contributions may not be originating from the persons they purport to represent. There you go. Plus, it'll be even more. 
Berniger's findings suggest three main issues with Willis's fundraising. Firstly, 220 donations lack the required name or address information, constituting a clear violation of state law and totaling approximately $23,000. Secondly, there were donations exceeding the $3,000 limit, amounting to another $27,000 in unlawful contributions. Thirdly, the most significant allegation involves smurfing, have patience, a method of structured campaign money laundering where large sums of money are divided into smaller amounts and donated to various campaigns, including Willis's, to evade detection. They divided up <clears throat> a big amount of money, they divide it up and spread it out over the different uh, crooks, different politicians or whoever, so that they don't get detected because you can only pay a certain amount in your contributions to each person. So, Berniger's team alleges that over 50% of Willis's campaign contributions were unlawfully obtained through these methods, thereby compromising the legitimacy of her elections. The term smurfs refers to unwitting individuals, often seniors, whose identities are allegedly used to mask these contributions constituting identity theft and elder financial abuse. <clears throat> that explains Smurfs probably better than I did. We are filing on Friday under sworn oath a complaint to the Georgia State Ethics Commission against Fannie Willis of $160,000 in Smurfing. You add these numbers up, and we're over 50% at least of all her money coming into her campaign. It was unlawful, illegally obtained, and basically she cheated in her elections by using that money, Berniger announced. <coughs> with Willis's currently involved, with Willis currently involved in high-profile legal proceedings, including the prosecution of a former president, the outcome of this complaint could have significant repercussions. You think? Yeah. <laughs> the complaint supported by data and evidence, as Berniger emphasizes, could lead to a thorough examination by the state attorney and possibly law enforcement agencies given the criminal nature of the allegations. As the complaint goes forward, questions are raised regarding the potential consequences for Willis. Should the allegations prove true, the response could range from legal action, including arrest and indictment, to political ramifications, such as removal from office. 
investigative journalist James O'Keefe III broke his first major investigation in March 2023 since the launch of O'Keefe Media Group. The legendary journalist released a video from his investigation of the Democrats' vast network of donation harvesters. The investigation involved millions of dollars in donation harvesting, hundreds of thousands of illegal drops, crossing numerous states. Everything she's convicting Trump of. The Gateway Pundit has previously reported on the vast far-left network of donation harvesters as well. Chris Gleason first released the information and was first published at the Gateway Pundit back in December 2022. Chris Gleason found many campaign finance mules making hundreds, even thousands of donations per year. In April 2022, engineer Chris Gleason began working on his first data project involving elections. The project was tied to the 2022 midterm election. The goal was to determine who was most likely to vote for which candidate and how likely they were to support particular candidates and causes. These, in parentheses, money mules were not wealthy individuals. They were average Americans living in an average house in an average neighborhood. Or at least that is how it would appear. The investigative group observed massive patterns and red flags in the data. Chris asked active donors, active in parentheses, what they would think if he told them that he had identified voters who were making thousands of campaign donations in an election year. They all had the same response. Anyone making that amount of donations is laundering money and is part of a criminal enterprise. In the case of Raphael Warnock, he was the top beneficiary of all 2022 Democrat candidates of this money distribution scheme. Most of these Smurfs are unemployed based on the data that Gleason provided to the Gateway Pundit. Far-left NBC reported on the donations received in the Georgia runoff for senator. Georgia Democrat Senator Raphael Warnock raised, hold on to your seats, $52.2 million for his re-election between October 20 through November 16, more than doubling the fundraising total of his opponent, Republican Herschel Walker. <laughs> yeah, right. Warnock, the top funding, fundraising federal candidate of the 2022 election cycle by a long shot, spent $39.2 million over the same period, which almost doubled Walker's 
spend too. The incumbent closed the period with $29.7 million banked away. And it wasn't from those poor people. They called the Smurfs. Walker still raised a significant amount over that fundraising period. $20.9 million. His campaign spent $16.5 million and closed with $9.8 million on hand. Who gets that leftover? This is not a case of outlier. This has been established in every state that they looked at. Overall, Raphael Warnock managed to receive over 358,000 donations from unemployed average Americans that totaled more than $24 million. Yeah, right. When you start to dig into the data, you see that these same average American donors are donating thousands of times always to Democrat candidates and Democrat PACs. This is going on at a national and state level. Where did all of these unemployed average Americans get money to make hundreds and thousands of donations to Raphael Warnock? According to Berniger, they will also file a complaint against Warnock. <laughs> Gus, that's where the word uh, laundering comes in? Yeah. In addition to that, there's still more. They still did more. In addition to that, since we're talking about Georgia, somebody who is probably the poster boy for this across the nation, besides Joe Biden, is Warnock for Senate. He probably is the number one in all the campaign candidates that we've examined across the country. He is by far the number one in excess Smurf donations and will be filing a complaint against him also, he told Robinson. This Smurfing is happening all around the country. In May 2023, the Gateway Pundit teamed up with a social media personality and producer, Tim Kramer, to investigate donation harvesters in Indiana. Tim Kramer is the owner and creator, creative director of Mosaic, a national advertising and marketing agency that works exclusively with conservative businesses, candidates, campaigns, and political special interest groups. Tim Kramer and TGP contributor Adam Sharp recently investigated donation harvesters in Indiana. The Gateway Pundit, with help from Chris Gleason, identified hundreds of Democrat Party donations harvesters active in Indiana. Tim and Adam recently went out and knocked on doors, and what they found was a major political scandal. Numerous individuals who were listed as Democrat Party Act Blue donors denied making the hundreds and thousands of donations listed under their name. 
these Democrat donors told Tim and Adam that they did not make these tens of thousands of dollars in political contributions. The Gateway Pundit, with the help of Adam, went to several homes in the St. Louis, Missouri region of suspected Democrat donation harvesters. What we found was similar to what we discovered in the other states. These homes listed as giving hundreds of thousands of donations to Democrat candidates either refuted the number of donations or denied the person was even living at the address. It is not just Fannie Willis and Raphael Warnock, Chris Gleason investigated, Soros-funded Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg's other donors. You'll find him listed under the uh, site, Addy, where it, it has mules in it, the word mules. What he found was similar to what the Gateway Pundit reported in several Democrat races. A major segment of donations came from donation harvesters. Many of these people are retired and unemployed. They are donating thousands of times to Democrats around the country. This is likely the largest political donation scandal in U.S. history, and it is about to bust open. Hallelujah. What we found at the Gateway Pundit was that these contributors, in quotation marks, follow a very similar pattern that we have witnessed in all of the states as part of this RICO enterprise of money laundering, identity theft, fraud, elder elder abuse, etc. The Gateway Pundit uh, has reported on Democrat donation harvesters in Maryland, Georgia, Missouri, Washington, Michigan, and New York. You can read more of these stories here. And I will copy and paste. Copy. Where'd y'all go? For, for those listeners, it's thegatewaypundit.com. Can I ask a question now? Are you, are you done yep, talking? I'm all done reading. Okay. My first question is, okay, these harvesters are uh, poor, unemployed, elder people. Okay. If they are poor, Someone. unemployed, and an elder, what, whatever, uh, where are they getting this money? Is it that they're, they're... That's the big question, Walt. So they are appearing as if they're donating their money, but in reality, they're not donating anything. They're just Correct. Pre- presenting their name as a donor, but they really have no money to speak of. Is the, the, who, the person who they're saying donated the money doesn't even know that their name is being used by the politicians. Okay, so then they're they're using people as fronts to hide the money that they gain through illicit means. Correct? This is this, yes. these are illegal funds, money that's been 
uh, uh, achieved by uh, illicit no, no, means? No, 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 no. You're missing the point here. It's okay. not that. See, in order to control the amount, in order to keep the rich people from buying elections, you can only donate a limited amount of money. Like $3,000, right. $3, I $3,000. So I can't go and say, here, here's $300,000. You have to hide that money that's coming in because it's coming from one source. And okay. so what they do is they take the name of somebody. They say, this person is paying on this date, you know, probably $25 or $100 or whatever it was. But they are paying the bill. So it would seem to me that they must have a record of who, what credit card was actually used to pay. You know what I'm saying, Dolly? Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. <clears throat> if they had government backing, if that con the Congress has a hearing, they could demand to see that information. And it would probably all go back to somebody like Soros, George Soros. Yeah. Somebody else that's trying to hide how much money they're buying the election is what they're doing it, and they're breaking election laws that were put there to prevent that kind of thing by using this fraud of old people. So I'm, I, I want I, I want to check the Florida registry and say, me, is my name on? There? <laughs> yeah, really. So is the, my this, name on there? <laughs> this woman named Funny is is the the. <laughs> The stupidest criminal I've ever seen. I mean, because all her schemes are so transparent that everything has been able to be found. Is like, does he even know how to do crime properly? No, 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 no. no, no, no. She, no maybe, maybe that. You know what they're going to do, Dolly? They're going to say, "Oh, this was all cash." Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yes. The oh cash, Fanny, Fanny Willis. They got the cash, <laughs> Fanny Willis. Well, she is not smart enough to, to you know, organize something yeah, like this. I, I gathered she it. Was yes. Yeah, she was chosen because <laughs> she could be bought and paid for. And it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, she's real stupid. <laughs> and the poor, and now she doesn't even have a boyfriend. Poor girl. Well, oh, maybe, supposedly you know, it, she kicked him out. Well, it doesn't matter. No. I mean, any, anybody who, I mean, come on. I mean, we didn't even mention this one. The boyfriend that the father knew was known as Deuce. And he was some kind of a disc jockey that was apparently living in the house when the father moved in. So you got the attorney general or somebody that wants to be attorney general living with some disc jockey. You know, that in of itself was kind of named Deuce. That to me was, was you know, the beginning of, is she real? <laughs> because, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> if you want to have a good laugh, the hour of, say what, the first hour, we just went through the testimony because they, you know, the boyfriend testified, she testified, then the father testified, and oh my God, it goes on and on. And now they got the secret guy that's testifying. The guy that's testifying in secrecy. It's secret. Oh, I didn't know about that one. Yeah, you remember remember the partner? 
the one that was a partner and they had some kind of a split. Oh, you didn't get into it in the first no, part. No, no, I didn't yeah, hear that. Yeah, yeah. There was a, a, a guy that was a partner to, what's his name, Wade. And he was on when I first started watching it. I didn't know who he was or what this was about. But I gradually realized, okay, he's got some, not only a business connection with Wade, but a, a friend connection. And that suddenly stopped, and there seemed to be some contention about it. But apparently, he uh, he's going to tell them the truth of what happened, um, but you know, in, ch- in closed chambers. And he may have already done it. I bet we never get to hear that. Well, it never will be released. I bet. I got to go in the back. The cats are fighting. I'll be right back. Uh oh. Okay. Uh-oh. That's, that's an, another drama in the courtroom. <laughs> yes. See, we provide our our listeners and our chatters with soap operas, with <laughs> drama, with laughter, with human stories that are fun to listen to, and with human stories that are tragic. And we can send them prayers and love blankets. We provide our listeners with everything. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, what's the? Uh, I know that you read a big, a big chunk of. But what's the? Uh, what's the story uh, up to now? What is the latest, or or that, or the thing that you read is the latest? The thing I read is the whole thing that I found. Oh, okay. I don't know anything other than what I just read. Oh. But it's it's really nice because here they're they're going out of their way to uh, cause trouble for Trump, and here they're showing all their dirty laundry. Yeah, they're showing their butts to us. Yes. Jeez. <laughs> At least Fanny's. But they're show- Fanny is actually, I think she's the downfall of that of all those schemes. She insisted on being on that uh, stand. She, in- she ran up to it and sat down. She was insisted on being on it. And then she started spilling the beans. And then people started investigating even deeper because of the beans she was spilling. And they wouldn't have, I don't think they would have uh, dug so deep if she hadn't uh, opened her big mouth. That's what happened when you think you're too smart. Yep. When you're thinking... It's, 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 it seems like they had been doing some research before she got into trouble over the boyfriend. But I don't think they were digging as deep as they, as they finally did. Well, I think maybe, maybe it's, you know, it's all in the timing. Yes. yes, yes. You know, and um, I, I've been suspicious of this thing from the get-go. For all I know, she's some kind of a Trump plant because she said them all up to fall yeah but not trump yeah i mean it's yeah. like it's it's almost you get the feeling that it's almost too designed uh-huh you know so <laughs> but i mean it's just like it's it's a soap opera and and i love the fact that it went on and on and on because it's like now you know because i said 
the thing that always bothered me was that I don't think that people in California are all brain dead. And yet they can see their entire state just disintegrating around them. And yet they keep voting for the Democrats. I'm going like, I don't think that the vote, the elections are at all legal there. I think that they're they're stealing them. And that probably if you left let them vote right, it would probably be a Republican state. Yeah. You know, because we don't know. Now, I'm I'm grateful that we had the sh- sh- shard thing happen here in Florida uh-huh. because it, it talked it t- took it, it forced the state to really, really yep. look at the election laws and, and everything concerning them. Um, and what is it? What is this shard thing that you mentioned? What is it? During the um, the when Al Gore was running up against George Bush. There was a situation in Florida where it was only like less than 500 votes that would determine whether Florida would go with Bush or Gore. And Gore was initially the winner. Okay. But uh, no, he was, he was initially the loser. But what happened was that they wanted a recount because it was so close. So they started recounting, and they had to do it by hand, and it was those punch things, Walt. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. The, the plastic thing with the, and you had to punch in, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And what happened was a lot of these, when they looked at them, they the shard had not left a hole. It was still hanging. So did they mean to do that, or did they not mean to do that? And it just got stupid stupid and it goes on and on and on i think we were into the way past the second week and um so the supreme court stepped in and said that you have to stop now and uh george bush has won okay you got to stop the count in florida well florida went on and kept counting and in fact gore did win the state of florida when they when they finished the you know the, when they no, did the hand counting yeah yeah they did the hand count Gore did win it wasn't Bush which would have meant that Gore would have been the president of the United States and we might all be communist dead. by now <laughs> communists are dead yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like oh, you you know, Jun- Junior was better Junior Bush was going to be better. <laughs> well, yeah, apparently I wouldn't have thought so for most of the time he was there, but yeah, yeah. But then I woke to some of the well, well, that was that was when it began to become apparent uh, after Clinton that something was very wrong in the Democratic Party. You know, at first you didn't see it. I mean, Clinton was a fairly good president as far as I'm concerned. Um, but it was it was right after that election that things started. That's when the climate thing started happening, and, and they started doing the brainwashing thing. It just began to snowball, and I think at the same time that was because they were able to do all this manipulation stuff that they needed to do to win. Um, and and you know if you look at the numbers, the numbers were always pretty close. You know, a little here, a little there. But what really got it 
blown up in their faces was when Trump had more people voting for him than they could stop by the harvesting and the manipulation of the uh, electronic count and all of that sort of thing. So that's why he won, because his numbers were too high. They were cheating. They thought they had it in the bag. Hillary had to go drink that's a right, bottle. That's right. <laughs> I said yeah, Hillary, 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 got Hillary got so upset. So upset. Yeah, she, she thought, had to go thought, drink, drink a bottle of booze. Yeah, yeah. She was is, too is drunk. That she, is that why she had the attack on the, on the outside where the, the aides were holding her up? Because no. She, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, that, that was different time. By then she was an android, and that android was glitching. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my opinion. I can't believe we're talking this way. And I just can't believe we're really, we believe what we're saying and we're talking this way. I know. <laughs> it's no outrageous. Think, we, we sound like we're crazy. No wonder they think we're crazy. We sound yes. like we're crazy. <laughs> oh my god it's just uh, uh, uh yeah i don't well, know you have to be a little bit crazy to understand what's going on you have to be a lot crazy yeah. <laughs> if, if you know part of crazy is that your imagination is is set free to imagine things and uh no, yeah, we're we're in a very strange place, but that's okay. I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, anything so else? Go ahead. One, one last question is, okay, all the all the this money that the, the uh, that these uh, people, all these politicians are getting, all the millions of dollars, and they're pretending that it's, the donations are coming from normal citizens. But this is, this is a way that the rich people hide the money. I get the explanation, I understand. But this, does this also uh, explain, um, how can I say this? This is the way, um, like, for example, all the, all the crazy talk of uh, all these immigrants migrants that are coming through the through the frontier uh, that's the same way it, it, the, the money that's bringing them across is this this money the this loan money laundering thing is that what's doing it that's that's how they are uh, they can afford to bring in all the all these uh, illegal immigrants with all this money that they that, that they you know, move around you know, like there had, like there was like 400 or some Chinese that crossed the border in the last week in California now because Texas got a, got has got the barrier up, and they only had 400 and some Chinese come across the border in 2021, I think it was, when you know Trump's policies were Biden's policies hadn't taken effect yet, so we're under attack. And you see all these Chinese people coming in. And uh, one of the Fox guy, Bill like Volusia, I think his name is, he gets out there and he says, you know, where are you from? And, you know, the whole line, uh, he goes through a dozen of them, China, China, China. And he'll say to them, where are you going? And they have to pull out a piece of paper and look at it. 
Okay. Oh, I'm going to Los Angeles. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that type of thing. And, you know, only one time did I see a child with uh, one of the Chinese women. But it was like, are these, I, I was looking at them and I'm, I'm scanning them and I'm going like, are these people that are really terrorists? Yeah. Is that what I'm looking at? That's what I wonder. Yeah. And I don't get, I don't get a, a, a clean read on them at all. No. I don't know what it is, but uh, so some of them victims. I get, some of them I get no read at all, which makes yeah. me think: Are they even oh, a living I being? That, I thought that too—that they had a chip in them, that they're yeah. super soldiers. Yeah, it's exactly what I thought. Wow! 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 wow. So, so they're gonna be turned on. In an instant, they can be turned into a killing machine. Yep. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Oh wow. Yep. Yep. And we just heard the D DOD say that they've got a chip that can control the person. You know, they were talking about the politicians, and they said they put these chips, and they may be old, but they'd be thinking like they were when they were younger. But what if what if we're confronting? You know, because again. It costs a lot of money to go across the world. Where are these yeah. people getting this? And you're getting out of a, a very controlled country? No, you've got to be going because they want you to go. Uh -huh. And and like I say, if we both couldn't get any kind of a read, but we both went to the concept of either an android, but more likely a human being that's got an implant in them. Right. Yeah. So they so they have electronic Viagra. <laughs> in a moment, you can turn them into killing machines. <laughs> well, you know, in the uh, the uh, Hamas soldiers were all found to have in their pockets a drug that is more powerful than cocaine and heroin mixed, and it it just completely dysfunctions your higher self, and you become just a, a raving maniac. And so they are. They're coming as the drugs because I don't know how long you could live consuming such a concoction. Well, they don't care about any life, you know. But <laughs> if you if you've got a chip, it would send out the same frequency as that drug, and you'd become a killing machine. Plus, they could probably say to you, "Okay, you're going to go into the nearest airport, and you're going to just start shooting people up. You're going to get on plane." They could tell them to do anything they wanted, and we've seen this in these random shootings. These people, uh, you know. Quick question. It's. Uh, I need to go to the bathroom. May I take a break now? It's six oh two. Yeah, yeah, yes. Walt, you kept asking questions. Yeah, it's your fault, Walt. Yeah, yeah really, it's <laughs> my fault. And I have no problem with it. I have, I enjoy living in fault. Uh. Oh, let's, let's do somewhere with a rainbow. I never get tired of hearing that song. Welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Show on February 20th, 2024. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard and Walt Silver. <clears throat> Are you guys back? Yep. Okay. And uh, Walt's back? I'm here. So did you get your mom set up on the, so she's listening? No, I just told her, uh, the, uh, what do you call it, the, the greeting that people hear in the, 
in what do you what do you call it in the chat. But but I have, when I when I go visit her in person, I'll tell her how to how to go to the Cosmic Reality website using the Firefox browser. Okay, and you can also show her where the show was. You, you know, it's in the yep. archive. Yep. Okay. Well, in that case, in case she hears it, hi Elsa. I hope you're doing <laughs> fine. I hope you're having. I hope you're being able to listen to this and, uh, you know, continue to heal. And um, we're sending you love blankets. Ditto on what Nancy said. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So, did you have any other questions there, Walt? Uh, no. That that's. What was crossing my mind is like uh, who, whoever is mani manipulating this money that these politicians are using millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars. Is it that was what I was wondering is is this the money that's being used to move these people around? Is like, but because. For the for those people that think that oh everything is bad and there's a there's a lot of poverty well there's a lot of poverty is is it's very well hidden because these people are moving tremendous amount of money where is the poverty that that everyone is crying about <laughs> so hey. but I I guess you you guys explained it very well I found the trucker thing Nancy oh okay. Let me paste it in here. There's the link. Breaking report. Is it a video? Uh, it says truckers supporting Donald Trump to refuse all loads going to New York City, regardless of the uh, of the offer. Uh, I don't remember if that was a video. I don't. I don't remember. Well, that that would be like. First off, you got to honor the truckers if they can do that, because being a trucker is not an easy thing to do. Um, it may be that they don't, you know, need to. They can turn down those jobs because they've got other jobs, you know. But that's the impression they would even continue. continue Consider doing it. It is not a a video. It, I went to the thing. Let me copy the picture that was there. Paste. Why is the picture not copying? You're not virtual. Let's <laughs> see. Let's see. Open image. Save image. Copy image. Let me see if I can copy it for you. Oh, I'm in the wrong spot. Uh, cosmic reality. Nope, I can't get the picture to paste in there. Okay, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. There'll be more information. Um, okay, so. Link, you, link, will, you see. will see. Hello? Hello? Yeah, what? Okay, well, I'm trying to say, if they open up that link, they will see on the left side a picture of a truck. On the right side, Trump is smiling and pointing his finger at the picture of the truck. But there's no video. Oh, okay. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, um, all right. So you have some other things on your list. Do you want to go to the to the other things now? That's what I'm doing. That was on my uh, on my list. Here, I want to copy this. I think this one will will uh, do it. Here is a picture. This is Kid Rock and Jason Aldean. They removed New York from their uh, You Can't Cancel America tour. They say they support 45. We support 45. I just thought that was pretty... Uh, glaring that even peoples who do tours are canceling their tours. And so I wanted to share that. And here is the link. Copy. And where'd you go? Here you are. Here is the link. Paste. There. Oh, there by yourself. Now I have, um, see, I have to go to the top. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I was, I was waking up and, and thinking different thoughts that I think about my life. And I was seeing in my mind's eye the different stages of my life, the different uh, acts of my life. I don't know what else to call them. And I was seeing the doors on that, on those acts closing. And I thought to myself, wow, uh, and I was moving on to the next session in my life. And I thought to myself, should I seal that door? Um, I locked it and I put the key up on the top of the ledge where I couldn't reach it so that if I wanted to go back and dredge up a, a, some of the past life, I, it would take me great effort to do it because I want to focus on moving forward and having learned the lesson in the session before I walked into the next session and closed that door. So I didn't want to go backwards. I want to concentrate on going forwards. Uh, so I realized like in a play you have four acts. Well, in my life, I have a heck of a lot of different, I have more than four acts. I have more than four of times that I have lived through learning experiences. And I was wondering, gosh, how many am I going to have uh, this time on planet Earth? And will that be the, the end of them, I hope? Uh and I just wondered if anyone else felt similar with their lifetime. Of course, I probably won't hear anything from anyone. 
it's okay. I shared that. I'm still waiting for my life to start. I don't know what is, is that, that that does that happen? Oh, I <laughs> I don't know, Walt. With as old as you are, you have to have had some experiences. I'm still waiting. <laughs> well, I don't know. Interesting. My next thing that I wanted to stress, because Annette got a scam call telling her it was from a credit union, and she owed uh, Sarasota Memorial Hospital from when we lived in Lansing. That's years ago. And so the woman said, so do you want to give me your credit card number now and pay it? It's $1,000. And that said, now, wait a minute. That was a long time ago. You have not, and the hospital has not sent me any bills. Now, why do you think I would give you my credit card number to put a thousand bucks on it? And the woman tried to convince her. uh, And that finally put the woman in her place and hung up. So. Not only are the scams coming on the computer, y'all, but they're coming on the phones, too. Uh, please, 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 beware. If anybody wants money from you, that stop right there. Just stop. I know. One came in through my phone, my cell phone. They wanted from uh, that, that, that one stupid bank called Synchrony Bank, I think. It's Synchronicity? A, no, it's, oh, no. it's called know. Synchrony. Synchrony okay. Bank. And I, I don't know the amount that they wanted, but I, I said, oh, I said, what? what? Synchrony Bank? Ah, this is a scam. Goodbye. And I blocked the number because that's what it is. If, if you're looking, if, when you're looking at a collection, just because that's, a, that's something that, that, that I learned from the woman who does uh, credit restoration. She explained to me, she says, when things go to collection, that means that debt has been canceled. Really? Yes, exactly. So what they do is the, these guys, they sell that debt. You know, the, the vote of you, let's say you owed $100. And instead of chasing and chasing and chasing you and not getting anywhere, they are going to... A, a, they're going to write off that amount and then they're going to take that money and they're going to sell it to, to one of these places. And these places, they buy, they buy it for whatever, 10, 10, dog, 10 bucks on the dollar or so, or a few amount. And then what they did to try to do is try to make money out of that money. So they, you owe them $100. They, these guys bought that debt for $10. And they are going to try to get a hundred or more dollars by scaring people. Well, another thing in that did (laughs) was she said, I never signed a contract. You show me a contract that I signed from the hospital saying I would pay them. And you show me more than what the insurance paid and or. And show me a contract that I signed with you saying I would pay you. Well, well, well. And she said, uh, 
the woman couldn't couldn't produce any contracts whatsoever that she signed. She wanted to send the bill that Annette had already seen but didn't sign saying, I'm going to pay you what the insurance doesn't pay because I think, I don't know what I think about that. But Annette had no signatures on any contract. So that's another thing that you can throw in their faces. And the, and the key, don't forget the key, Dolly, very important. The key is that they can turn on the fear factor. Yeah. They, they, they are successful if they can activate that fear motor and really rev it up yeah. so that you're sweating out. <laughs> you're th sweating through all the pores in your body and you're like, oh my God, the police are going to arrest me. Oh, I'm going to lose my house. Oh my God, it's, it's fear. If, if they can turn on the fear factor and rev it up as high as it'll go and they can get 10 cents out of you, that's it. That, 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 that's a great, that's a great, that's a great deal they did that day because that's what they do. They make their money out of their fear. Uh, uh, for the listeners on the Say What show, uh, Dolly had fallen into a scam with a computer. And we were talking about different types of scam, but apparently this is trending because on the five box, Justine in the oh well, there's this woman. Uh, she just stupidest story. I, I, I mean, you, you can't believe it. She's supposedly some financial uh, column columnist. She gives advice on the, in some newspaper, and what, she claims you mean like Sue Orman? like what? Like Suze Orman, that woman who has yeah, a radio yeah. show? No, it's, it's, she writes. She's a colonist. A oh. columnist. Columnist. Okay? She's not on a pod. Well, I don't know if she's on a podcast, but she, she was writing in this newspaper, which I don't even know which one it was. But she said that Amazon called her and told her that they had an identity, th an identity theft situation occurring. And so then, supposedly... They turned her over to the FI, FC, the communications people. I don't the know. FCC. Why. FCC. And then the FCC person sent him to the CIA, and the CIA convinced her to get, what was it? What was it? $50,000? Yeah. $50,000 cash, and don't tell anybody. And so she goes along with it, and she puts it in a shoebox and goes outside her apartment and drops it in the back seat of a Mercedes-Benz. Sounds well, official what? to me. Okay. So, so this, and then she was on uh, TV talking about it. And the people on The Five, and, and myself included, I suppose anybody that's got a half a brain is going like, Oh, Mo, oh, I don't think I want financial advice from you. Oh, no, 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 no. You're an idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you are an idiot. So nobody can quite figure out why she would have done this because it seems like such a stupid scam thing. And if you did do it, wouldn't you, would you tell anybody? But while they were talking about it, just Janine, the judge, said that she had gotten scammed. And she said, I'm on the phone with these people. I didn't like the conversation so I said I'm just hanging up I'm going to call the bank directly because they had come in under the bank's number but something tripped her you know 
to this. And so she hung up on him, called the bank number, and they answered. And this is something I found out because I had fallen for the same thing. The, the scam call came in under the USAA number, my bank. And so I'm answering it because my phone is telling me it's for USAA, mm-hmm. right? So anyway, they managed I, – I led them into my bank account because I was about – I was like seven minutes out from doing a radio show when all this stuff happened, you know? So anyway, um, yeah, and, they, and they, they, they took care of it. Well, what happened was that they had access to my bank account and were running all this money through it, just taking money out of it. And so then, I I I don't it might have been even during the show or something, but I get a call from USAA Bank, and they're saying to me, "We think you might have had an identity theft," and I'm arguing with them. <laughs> Talk to you, you know, and they and apparently they knew that this was something that was happening to their system, because I ended up talking to somebody who knew these big systems and said, oh, that was an inside job. There's no way they could have gotten access to the phones. But that's what they do. They call you on the number and then they wait for you to call back and they grab you. And so, you know, it, what they what, what I was told is that if this happens to just, you know, relax and then call back the number, the 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 USAA number in my case, um, after you've walked, they didn't actually say half an hour, an hour, you know, what, you know. And um, so, yes, yes, Yasmin, she was a really stupid lady. She, Yasmin's going, what the heck? Oh, man, geez, what a stupid lady. Yeah, that, that's kind of the way everybody thinks of it. Um, so I, I'll read this, too, because Yasmin put this up. It, Walt is 100% correct. Oh, you're breaking Plus, up. Well. Okay. Walt is a hundred percent correct. You need that he had said that you know they were selling the the mm-hmm. written off. Okay, he was talking about that, and she said plus after three years it comes off your credit report anyway unless you start making payments on the outstanding debt. So that's my attitude when all these things come in. I have any doubt about it? I just blow it off because if it's real, it'll come back to haunt me. If it's not. Thank God I didn't reply. So now I don't trust any of these these calls, these, you know, solicitations. And even if it looks like it's a company that you've worked with, you know, just don't don't do it. One it's, big glaring clue is when they say, don't tell anybody. <laughs> it's between us. Don't even tell your daughter or your son. Or, right. Don't tell anybody. And I thought, boy, he's being a little melodramatic there. <laughs> so when that happened to walk in and I told her right then, <laughs> I said, what the heck? Yeah. So anyway, there's a lot, lot of scamming going out, going on apparently. Yes. Careful. Yes, very careful. Now, I have the good news uh, story. Did you, do you have other things, Nancy? No, no, you go for it. Oh, okay. This is a good news. Let me copy the good news about a World War II copy. A veteran. And paste. 
Where is that? <sighs> no, let me see. Where is this? Here it is. Wife of World War II soldier spends decades to reunite Japanese family with photo album he found on Okinawa. And this is written by Andy Corbley, my, one of my favorite guys on Good News Network, February 17th. 2023 so it's an older one but I wanted to share this with you I'm on paste a picture a couple pictures so you can get a feel for what they look like there's that one here's this one oh no copy now this one that i'm going to paste with the guys with their numbers the the logos on the shirts were crucial to finding the family to return the photo album uh, so they used this picture to find the peoples and that was courtesy of carolyn whedon now this man is the son of our World War II vet who went over to Japan. And he's standing right where his father stood. So it was kind of moving. And the last picture uh, is of both the families, the, the Japanese family and the American family, because uh, the American family went over to <coughs> Japan and uh, visited with them. Now they're going to stay in touch with each other forever, I think. So, with persistence, belief, and the amount of sheer dumb luck normally needed to win the lottery, a Portland senior tracked down an Okinawan family, oh, an Okinawan family, based on the photos left behind in an album her late husband plucked from the shrapnel-strewn beaches of the Japanese island. In 1945, strangers, friends of friends, and non-English speakers all pitched in to help Carolyn Meaden fulfill her husband's wartime dream and the story communicated from Carolyn herself to GNM is one for the history books. Great News Network is GNN. In 1945, the U.S. Navy and Marines landed on the beaches of Okinawa, Japan in the closing stages of the war in the Pacific. Thereupon, Duke Whedon stormed the beaches as part of the third wave and found himself holding a black photo album filled with pictures of families, toddlers, and high schoolers. It was a relic from a time before the senseless war consumed him and the family in the album. But Duke had enough humanity left to hope one day the album might be returned in a time when waves and soldiers washed up on the Okinawa beaches. Fast forward to Duke's passing in 2012. He and Caroline's youngest son, Ken, found the album 
moldering in his Navy trunk in the family home in Portland, Oregon, which touched off a truly incredible search for its original owner. Boy, I got goosebumps. My hairs are standing up. One thing nobody else has noticed about this entire process was the synchronicity involved, said Carolyn Whedon. Duke's second wife and architect of the effort, most family members thought it was a lost cause, reminding me how long ago it had happened and how many people had been killed in the war in addition to those who had died of old age. My youngest son and his Chinese friend, however, started the search with enthusiasm, she told GNN. Chinese and Japanese are close enough linguistically that she could translate a few things for me, and she was also willing to make phone calls, most of which were never returned. Among the damp, moldy pages, some leads, however distant, could be gleaned, including some strips of writing, but Carolyn didn't know how to read Japanese in Okinawan dialect. My guitar teacher, Renee Burblinger, was our Clark Kent, she said. When I told him about my search, he immediately called his Japanese friends, who translated every page of the photo album. While visiting my son in sunny California, I was working on the album outside because of the mildew, and for the first time saw faded Japanese characters scribbled on the last of the black photo pages. Yes, it was a name and address, the first really important clue. That wasn't the end of Burblinger's contributions, as a truly bizarre coincidence saw the guitar teacher meet a former Marine officer named Eric Lundberg, who used to teach English on Okinawa, where he lived with his family. They were visiting Portland, and hearing about Carolyn's search, offered to be the boots on the ground, recruiting an Okinawan friend to break the language barrier completely. I made copies of some of the photographs for them, and immediately they recognized the logo on the shirts of a youth group. How amazing was that, said Carolyn. Our two volunteer detectives lived in Chatton, the exact neighborhood where members of this youth group had lived in the same town. Before, be, before being called Chatton, the town was I-R-E-I. I don't know how to say that but it had been wiped out during the war and replaced by ground for a U.S. military base. Even still, there remained an IREI community association. It was their only lead. <coughs> Back in Okinawa, our volunteers went to the town hall to ask about members of the IREI society and found themselves standing in front of a man who was the elder of that group, she continued. He recognized a friend in the photos. 
He called this friend's sister to come immediately, and she not only recognized her brother, but also saw herself in some of these photos. When our two volunteers called to tell me this news, I couldn't stop crying. I'm not going to start. Maybe that moment was really my favorite part of the story. The photo album belonged to the Tsunabi family who were informed and had the copied photographs brought to them. The oldest of the family was 83-year-old Aiha Tsunabi, the youngest and only remaining Tsunabi child from before the war. My husband's son, Dan, died recently. He and his wife, Priscilla, made our entire trip possible. After our trip to Okinawa, he thanked me and said he felt so close to his dad, seeing one small part of where he had served during World War II. He was humbled and astonished by his dad's huge heart. Knowing that even the violence of war didn't change his love of family. Before departing, the two families took a new photograph to commemorate this most extraordinary union, reunion of family, place, and memory. Separated by 70 years and the whole of the Pacific Ocean at the site of the IREI Society photo, old. Bond, old bonds of community and family were renewed, whilst new ones were made. The end. So it makes you think, okay, this is far more powerful than any war. Yeah. This is a, this is a real success story. Yeah. It just goes to show real human nature. The human, real human nature is love. Yeah. The, the, the cabal trying to convince us that, that, uh, that, that's what, that that's what we want. No, we want what they want. What, what, what they want is fear because that's the only energy that they can use. They're, like the Alex Collier says, they're terrified of love because they can't do anything with it. They can't use it. So they're they're terrible. They're terrified of love. They don't want that, and that's why you have to use love blankets <laughs> because they have no defense against it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a heart wrenching story. I wanted to share with everybody. Mm. And, and those pictures survived the impossible. Yeah, they survived being out in the. In the war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in that, I mean, the chemistry back then must have been a lot better than it is now because, you know, even from my lifetime, photographs that I've taken have turned into that fading out thing. Uh-huh. You know, you can't hardly see them. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's truly an amazing story. And, 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 you know, one that we should, and there's probably a lot of those stories, they just don't get told. They connect us to the real human beings, like yeah, Walt says, yeah. not these others. Right, right. 
But, you know, the good thing is, is that if all these uh, bad actors that are coming in, it aren't bad actors. They've just got these chips in their heads. Um, it wouldn't take anything except a small electromagnetic pulse to disengage them. Now, the person might become, you know, incapacitated, I don't know, or it could just turn off the control mechanism. So there's kind of a, a built-in weakness in this concept of, oh, they're all gonna, they're all zombie people and they'll come out, you know? Okay. It's just a matter of the right kind of frequency, and for all we know, that's love. Yeah, yeah. And you can see how, see how UFOs can shut shut down any type of electronics. Yep. Humans don't know how to disable uh, UFOs, but UFOs know how to disable human vehicles without, without a hitch. Yep. <laughs> this is true. So I don't think we have to be too too concerned. I mean, these things look terrible. The story is, well, you know, I mean, the story's all, all, you know, any story you read always wants to end up in a good place. Well, not all of them. <laughs> There's been notable exceptions. <laughs> Sandy and I have this recurrence, you know, that we, we, we'll look at each other and we'll go, he died. You know, because there was a great Shirley MacLaine movie with, uh, uh, oh, I can't remember his name, but he was a known actor, you know, same age frame she is. And it was this wonderful story about these two older people that get together and, you know, fall in love and everything is working out fine. And at the end of the movie, they killed off the guy. Oh, Oh, it, was, I, it was one of the most shocking things I've ever seen, and it didn't seem to have any purpose to it. And, you know, so <laughs> I, I've been very cautious about any of these kind of old people love affairs. You know, somebody's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't watch wilderness shows. You know, some animal is going to get eaten. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me too. I don't like to see the death part. I, I can't even, even if I know that it's a good outcome, I can't watch it. Somebody said, was was questioning me. I said, look, I have never even watched Nemo. Uh, search, search, finding Nemo. Is that yeah. the name? That's why I, I hated Walt Disney when I was a kid. All the, all the all those movies of the animals suffering. Oh, I hated those movies. I liked <laughs> the, 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 the cartoons. That was fun because of all the animals, and the, you know, Donald Duck and... And, and goofy and all of that, but the animals, the animal pictures where the anim, some animal dies, oh, forget it. I hated those. Well, there, <laughs> there's a lot of those out there, you know, we, that yeah. we grew up with as, as kids, and, and um, no wonder we're, you know, some of us are a little bonkers because of what they, they showed us. But you interrupted me, and now I don't remember what the story I was going to tell you. You were uh, talking about the the movie where the, some old guy gets killed. It was a love story. You yeah. and you and uh, Sandy yeah, yeah, said he that, died. Yeah, yeah, but that that was the end of that. You know, oh. I was I was on another subject, but Walter interrupted me. Yeah. That's a, oh, sorry. It must not have been important. That's all. I look at it. Must not. <laughs> if, it, if it is important, they'll remind me. <laughs> So, uh, do you have any more in your lists there? That's it. I'm all done with it. Okay. Well, do you got anything that you watched or saw or 
sorry, I spent all day in the garage building a a water resonator. The one that the the ones that are made of copper because uh -huh. they're supposed to be mounted on the on the pipe for the house. So it's for a user in uh, in Spain. So I'm sending him three three different devices. Oh wow! In Spain. In Spain. So That's what I'm, I'm it's, it's convoluted kind of thing because I have to ship it to his daughter in the U.S. because she lives in California, and she's gonna ship it to her son, to, to her father. Because it, I have, I was surprised. I thought that Spain would be a little bit better than Argentina, but it turns out that Argentina is it's truly uh, the same has the same the the. the the same mentality as in Spain is that nothing, nothing reaches its destination. It's like, for example, um, somebody bought a resonator from me, and an entire month went by, and nothing. It was it, tracking. Uh, nothing. I could not find it anywhere. So I felt so bad for the user because you know he's paying good money for these resonators. So I did another resonator. And that one made reach the the destination of this of this gentleman, and then uh, another ma another week goes by, and guess what? The first resonator that I initially sent to Spain actually came back to my house. So <laughs> I, I thought, okay, so nobody stole you; <laughs> you just changed the course. So their their postal service is the worst. So. And that's one of the things when shipping things to Spain. A lot of people find ways to walk around it. They ship it to a friend or a friend of a friend or some other kind of service in order to avoid the post office because the post office is the worst. So uh, I, I, as soon as he, I, he was already paid me, or I'm waiting for him to send me the address where I will ship it. Uh, because I need to know the address in order to ship it correctly. <laughs> so, well, on the Shanghai show today, we had um, Catherine uh, Takeon, who is living on an island in the Mediterranean off the coast of Spain, Mallorca, 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 I think. Mallorca, and Mallorca, my, 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 that. <laughs> Mallorca. And, <laughs> right, but we got we got talking about um, uh, an eagle there because they don't have they have a, a, a problem with the water rainfall. Oh. So uh, she may be connecting with you. I told her. Well, Mark reminded me that you know we can try an etheric and see what happens. And she said, "Well, I'd kind of like my own, <laughs> you know." But um, Anyway, so she might be contacting you, so you might have somebody else over there in that area of the world. Oh, okay. You know, you ought to you ought to message me when you sent it someplace else, so I can add it to the Eagle Grid. Okay. You know where where these are going because they they definitely getting out there. Well, well we've the, got the last one that the last one that I sent out went to. Um, you know, you know where Derek lives. He's right there on the on the frontier of of Washington State. Well, north of that, right, right north north of that, you're you're looking at Canada, and that's where the last one sent, went. 
it went to Canada because uh, it actually, when the eagle reached, it started raining and it stopped the, all the smoke, all the excess smoke. And the, remember this, the fires in, in, in Canada? Yeah. It actually stopped. The fire stopped and the, and the, and the smoke abated. So they were very happy to get that eagle. Uh, for those that don't know, an eagle is a cloud buster, and we've done innumerable short sh shows on it, especially in the Shungite uh, show. It's um, they certainly have been proving themselves. Yasmin, we haven't talked to Yasmin in a while. She's been very busy. We should get her on the show and have her talk about what she's been doing. I don't know. I don't want to change the my setup right now because I'm on the station. But Yasmin, yes, so good to have you here. I've been missing her. Um, you know who else I haven't seen is um, Infinity Eight. Anybody seen her? No, she hasn't been here for oh, a long you mean, time. You mean Annette? Right. Not my Annette. I know. No. Do you have her contact information, Walt? Uh, well, we just we I have her contact information because she's bought from me. Well, maybe you ought to drop her a line and just ask her if she's okay. Okay. She got um, fed up with us talking politics. Yeah. Well, that's 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 what I figured. That she's just fed up with us, but that's okay. If she's but you know. Um, I've realized for a while now that I hadn't seen her, but this is the first time it, I thought about to ask you guys. Yeah. We still think about her. Yeah, she's somebody that's been in chat for geez, years and years. And um, she just got over our talking about politics and, to be honest with you, kind of rudely would say. <laughs> yes. You know, just... just just hang up. You don't have to, you know, call us names while you're doing it. <laughs> and then you invite over Janet, who like, likes more politics, so it's even worse. <laughs> yeah, even worse. <laughs> yeah, but that's what we were sent to do, Walt. Yeah. We were sent to keep people informed with what we find out. That's that's our job. That's our mission. So we couldn't change the whole program because one person wasn't happy with politics. <laughs> I even said, it sounds like you need to go find a different place to hang out. Ah, it's Dolly's fault. Yep, my fault. My, I admit it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I miss Dolly's conversation when she brings across information from the Posse or from Dave, because it's so, the, the knowledge, the information is so insightful and so significant. It's, I love hearing those. I, I miss it when she's not able to relay information from them because it's always, like I said, very significant. I mean, well, they, they haven't wanted to say anything. I know you can't force them. Yeah, <clears throat> that's why I'm missing them. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Tomorrow on Radio Five G, we have an interesting first hour, uh, and then Mark and I talk about whatever. Um, but this is a, a 
Dr. Leonard Horowitz. He's been writing about water and uh, music and vibrational healing and this sort of thing. And it's a really good presentation, an overview of the programmability of water because it's it's a it's a liquid crystal. And he got into the 528, you know, he's written a whole book on the 528 that Mark was telling me, I think he tells about it in there, that it's really a very big, thick book. Uh, but there's so many truly amazing energy healing modalities that are just coming to light. It goes back to the fact that, you know, it, it, it was sort of like you kept poking the bear. And now the bears come awake and the bear is talking to the rest of the bears going like, I just got woke up. What the hell is happening here? Well, this is happening and that's, oh my gosh, you know, and it's like people are just coming awake and the energy fields are going to, he talks in terms of, you know, the pharmaceutical based paradigm of the medical establishment as we see it now is absolutely exploding. It's falling completely apart. So it's a very good show to kind of like review the concepts of, you know, how important water is. And we're 86% water. And the, the, the concept of 528, by the way, is the frequency of love. And how you can, well, like, okay, one of the things that we got in talk, talking about was colloidal silver. And he made me aware of something that I stupidly hadn't paid attention to from the standpoint of enterology in that I'm making the colloidal silver, but I get the friggin' news on the television. And that energy is going into the colloidal silver. So now I've got to make a batch up tomorrow. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a um, a video up on my phone of the Right now, you can go and you can put 528 sound of bees and you'll get videos of the sound of the bees in their hive, which is the 528 frequency. And I'm going to play that right next to the uh, to the system making the colloidal silver so that 528 is imbued in the colloidal silver because Horowitz himself has a, a product that he sells that that's essentially what they've done but i'm also not going to have the television on <laughs> you know it's, it was just like wow i somebody that's been in this business for so long you would have thought i would have been smarter but, about but, that. The, but wait but you have so many so many shanghai devices and shanghai uh specimens in the house aren't they kind of nullifying whatever is negative coming out of the tv well, yes, except the sound is based on voice oh. and uh, information and, you know, and people get, I mean, the boy, if somebody's a little excited or fearful, or that's coming over the system. Yeah. Mm. You know, I mean, I'm talking in the terms of, you know, voice, you know, vocal, mm. hearing, sound. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, I didn't even give it a, a consideration because the whole house is shungited. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't. That's why I didn't worry about it. But then, when I realized, oh, sound, I was missing the, the dangers that you can get into if you're not paying attention to, you know, what influence the sound may have around you. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
I just thought I'd put that out because I know you do the collateral silver too. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so anyway, you can you can uh, hear that that broadcast tomorrow at noon on Cosmic Reality. Um, there's so many, there's so many different, and and the thing of it is, these people been around for decades. You know, it's like it's the age of information is not that all of a sudden there was more information. The information was always always there, but there's connection now. You can see it. You know, somebody gets on the internet and they say something. You go, my God, I didn't know that. You know, and yet it's been out there for decades. Well, people are tuning into that and to the frequency of all that because, like you said. Thing has has been around for for like for for example the case of Cater. Yeah, f who knows how many how you how long he was, but nobody paid any attention to his presence. It, we finally tweaked onto the thought he's got something new, and it actually he he became alive. Now all of a sudden we were talking about Cater every single day, and and we were doing the same thing with this. You know, as our consciousness is waking up, as the energy is going up, 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 and up, we are waking up to things that we weren't uh, we weren't attendant to it before. We didn't care about something. It just uh, even if we heard it, it's like we part of us didn't register it because we were so focused on something else. But now we're we're seeing. Things that we couldn't see before, we were seeing it. We're we're tuning into it. We're picking up more and more. So yeah, and it's I, I, all in the timing. Yeah, that's like consciousness is changing. Like like uh, Alex Collier said, where he spoke today, he says we have to focus more on fourth and fifth density because that's where we're taking our consciousness. We don't want to be stuck in in the th in the third density, but because that's what they want. They want us to be stuck on the third density because they can't go anywhere else. They're stuck where they are. So, but, but we don't want that. We want to move away. We want to move into fourth and fifth. That's why it, Dali is asking herself, you know, what's my next thing? What's my next step? Oh, the next step is that you're moving into a new density. He says we're we're going to be more energy than than physical. This this business of being so physical and so tied to physical things, it's not natural. We are actually more energetic than than solid physical. Okay, um, we're coming to the end of the show here, and I want to point out to people that the Shanghai show is going to play right after this one, and it was the. Uh, interview that we had with Catherine it's very very interesting there's so much information that she brings out and it's exciting because you've got people that are able to use some of the they, they now can do measurements at the quantum level Walt and well, she's got well. access to um, to people that have that equipment and know what they're doing with it so the basic understanding of of shungite is taking on some really you know it, it's just exploding um because of well it's timing now we've got things quantum meters 
interesting stuff. Do you guys want to say good night quickly? Good night quickly. Good night quickly. <laughs> Thank you all for being here. Don't forget love blankets. Yes, love blankets. All right, so let me get this stuff up because I just... All right, so thank you all for being here. We'll see you next time. And like I say, you can see Radio 5G tomorrow. Be safe, everybody. Appreciate you. Preaching, preaching, the unknown, unknown, unknown. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. Produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart as a man.